0: What is up, everybody? Hope you're having a great holiday. Happy July Fourth, day before the holiday. Uh, we got a big, massive game. We got a traffic at the Rose Bowl. I'm excited for it, man. Uh, these two teams, you know, making making history. First time I think they play outside of their respective uh, stadiums. It's going to be a big one. It's the holiday, uh, probably the biggest holiday here in America. You have two of the biggest clubs in MLS going at it on MLS on Apple TV we got Justin ruderman Justin how you doing doing well man great intro excited for this
1: big game as big as it gets in MLS isn't it
0: yeah man lots of things I've seen like the, the stadium's almost almost sold out um a lot of I know I, I got a lot of family members are coming in a lot of people I've been I've been, I've been, I've been at the beach you know I've been going to the beach been seeing the atmosphere. Um, and I'm excited to have some fireworks uh, at the Rose Stadium. I think this is the first time I think I've, I've seen I'm gonna see fireworks uh, at a stadium because I'm usually at the beach or something uh, during July 4th. But uh, but yeah, man, how how are you enjoying this holiday this holiday weekend? Yeah, man,
1: it's been good, uh, enjoyable. Uh, I think it's yeah interesting how this is played out obviously now the game has obviously moved from the beginning of the season uh still no cheat or eat though but you know it's going to be a great one as you say looks to be sold out it's going to break the MLS all-time attendance record per Kevin Baxter and uh yeah the fireworks all the festivities that come with it it's just going to be a-, a great festivities and uh I can't wait hopefully the uh game on the field lives up to the festivities off of it but you know El Trafico always does one of the most high scoring, uh, matchups in MLS always. So it's fun to watch and I anticipate it will be once again.
0: Yeah. This, this game always tends to live up, live up to the moment, regardless, regardless of who's, uh, playing, obviously it seems like both of these clubs are limping in to, to this game, right? Obviously, you know, galaxy, we just mentioned Chicharito. He's out for the season. Martin Caceres, uh, he's also out for like two to three months. Um, LAFC, man. (laughs) Injuries on injuries. I mean, no season ending injuries, but it kind of feels like, you know, like every every week, uh, both of these clubs have different rosters. Um, Obviously, the Gold Cup is going is coming along as well. So, you know, you got a couple of U.S. national team players that aren't aren't available for both for both teams. Um, So just a lot of different things, very, very unique situations on respectively on, on each club. But both of them are coming into this game, I would say, not not as confident as as, as you think. I think both of these clubs would like to come into this game. It's only a kick. A jump. A block.
1: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this.
2: Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously Galaxy are, you know, in their worst form that they've potentially ever been, right? Three wins through 19 games, I think is, club equal for their worst in club history so it's just been a a bad season all around they've gotten you know a lot of draws recently actually just not a lot of wins uh lafc on the other hand losing seven of their last ten right so it's been uh the worst form right now for lafc that they have experienced in since you know shirundler took over really so yeah neither team in good form but again we always talk about how form never matters in this game so it, it will be interesting to see Uh, if these two teams rise to a level or they seem to stoop to each other's level, maybe.
0: Yeah, hopefully that's not the case because, you know, I think we've maybe might have seen one battle traffico or one that I should say that didn't, didn't live up to the moment. Um, but you look, you still, you you still got Carlos Vela, you still got Ricky Pooch on the other side. Um, and you got players that are hungry, right? That this is a moment to step up. This is a moment, you know, if they want to get a a contract extension, these are the games that, that make you stand out. These are the games that, that, you know, fans, uh, and players and everybody remembers you for, right? Everybody remembers these historic games, right? And then classicals, right? Who's going to forget Carlos Vela's goals? who's who's going to forget you know obviously slots on the, the slots on memories and even Brian Rodriguez who didn't have uh I would say such a successful career with with LAFC but he had that one memorable goal who broke down the defense you know so games like this you know uh can make make or break you with with the club you know and and add those add those um Add those, add those dollar signs to, to your contract, right? And, and I think it in like, and especially being at the Rose Bowl, especially how how much draw it's going to get, and all these different things. Uh, but just let's get into a little bit uh, about LAFC, and you just mentioned it, Steve Cherundolo, and LAFC currently being, you know, in their worst form under this coaching uh, team because they they've been. Since he took over last season, we haven't really seen much of a hurdle. I would also say like a lot of the games that they've played, they've played more games than I believe any other MLS team. And I think he mentioned it. I think fatigue fatigue is really settling in for this club.
1: Yeah, no, it really is. And we've seen that since the Champions League final or really in the Champions League final as well. It happened and you know, it's just an interesting thing because I always talked about how the team seemed to slow down into that Champions League final rather than ramp up into it Mm -hmm. uh, as far as the players that Steve is choosing to put on the pitch. And it seemed like ever since that happened, there has been a fatigue ever since the team slowed. Um, And, you know, obviously it's unavoidable. 29 matches thus far is the most in MLS history at this point, uh, due to the CCL run, a couple US Open Cup games, and obviously just the MLS season as well. But it's, it's impossible. And I think that, you know, Steve saw this coming and he, he's kind of been honest about how he expected to lose games. It's inevitable in this, in this, uh, League And also that, you know, LAFC are still second in the Western conference. So it's not as if, uh, the, the slump has made them fall out of the race in any way in the league. It's just that this is how the MLS works. And we kind of got conditioned almost in the beginning of the season to think, well, can LAFC actually overcome this and, you know, break that code for the MLS where they actually can compete in in multiple competitions and continue to win. I think that, uh, it has proven that the roster rules and the restrictions that are placed upon MLS teams make it impossible to do so.
0: Yeah, no, it's very tough for for a club that, like, I like to see that the, the amount of games that they've played right outside of the MLS schedule. And, and you know, like it just, it's just weekend and week out, right. They, they've had the open cup, they had the, the champions league, they went all the way to the final of the champions league that they lost. Right. And then the next, though, the next Wednesday, they had to play against Atlanta. Obviously, you know they didn't get a positive result on that end, and they come into the and they come into this game uh, with back to back losses, uh, which obviously you lose to FC Dallas, and then you obviously you lose to Vancouver at home, um, which is a little bit complicated. But like what with, with, with you just said, with all that said, they're second in the West. They got they played 19 matches in the league, they've won nine games, drawn five, and lost five with 32 points, and to be second in the West is not a bad thing. And I think this is the stretch that you got to go through as a MLS club, because if they can get over this stretch and still um, this slump or whatever, and then, you know, later down the season, um, these little hurdles that they're going through is only going to help them uh, later down the line. Once they got once they got, uh, you know, once once they get back in the the rhythm, because I feel like a club this talented, it's not going to stay in the slump, right? It's back and forth up and down, up and down. And, And it's just the amount of games. And I think, with with all that being said, um, you know, I I it's not so bad being second, but at the same time, uh, I, th- I think they would want to add a couple players right during this transfer window, and I know there there's speculation that they may or may not add a couple players. Um, what are your thoughts? And let, let's say if they if you were LaFC, what where would you want to add a, a player or or a player or two for LaFC?
1: yeah i think you know steve Shrundalo spoke about he wants to add a little bit of fresh blood but that he thinks you know overall it's a pretty good squad and that there doesn't need to be too much change and i think you know that that tells us what we're gonna see in this transfer window maybe a couple changes um, maybe a, a signing that that's shock some people, but it could be a, a, an underwhelming transfer window from a lot of people's perspective, because I know a lot of people want that big number nine DP coming in, right? Whether it be a young DP or you open up the full DP slot, you find that number nine that can score you goals because right now LFC have been way too reliant on Denny Buonga and he hasn't been in form, uh, since the champions league final. Right. And that's why LFC have been in a downturn in form. So you need somebody else to score goals whether LFC go and spend big money on that we'll we'll have to wait and see um i think you probably want to add uh a, a midfielder i would say a center back as well but you're going to have mamadou fall coming back so you don't necessarily you don't really you know that is the addition um and then yeah i think in the midfield is where you know it's been it's been lacking recently um For the first time since, I think, the Champions League final, LFC will now have their full complement of midfielders for the Rose Bowl uh, with Acosta and Tillman returning. And Cifuentes did miss the last game, but only for loading issues, according to Shrondolo. So I think, you know, finally LFC getting a bit back healthy, but you want to find somebody to score you some goals and probably uh, somebody in that midfield to calm things down a little bit.
0: Yeah no, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that the the midfield is um, seems' has been so strong within the midfield. But you you saw how like the 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 injuries and not not having a full healthy Tillman or Costa, uh, what that did for this club, right? Because that that's like the the centerpiece of this club is is that midfield. How strong it is. Yeah, you could have, you know, certain certain uh, players that go in and out uh, of the lineup. But if you can't control that midfield, which we saw in Leon, this team gets dismantled and, and you know and that and that's that's the tricky part about this club and i think also right the thing about lafc i think what, what probably upsets fans with this transfer window right when you have when you have a, a summer that you did last year and right in 2022 you brought in gareth bell you brought in georgia killini i kind of i kind of always i kind of almost wonder if that kind of set the expectations for certain fans, right? Oh, we were able to get these players. We were able to get these big star players. We should get this, this player next, right? This summer. And I just don't see that for LAFC this summer. Not not because they they can't attract those players. It, it just doesn't get I don't get that sense. We we completely we could completely be shocked and they get a big number nine. But that's not the sense that we're sensing or I'm getting uh that they're gonna be get this big star number nine. It could happen, but but I don't really see that. I could see more of a younger player coming in, um, right? They've gone with, with Steep, a Buke, right? They've they've gone with Bogus. They, they've gone these young European international players. And I think if they were to get a number nine, I think you potentially would get another one similar to that. And I don't know if you're going to get another big uh, superstar type player like you did last summer. Um, I just don't foresee that for LAFC uh, this summer. And I think that some of that, those expectations. For their fans, um, is 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 what I think. I guess a little underwhelming, but I think look when when it, when you have a club like LAFC, you should have that as a fan. You should have those expectations, right? You should have those like, hey, we are the best club. We deserve these type of players. But also think I also see the big picture for LAFC. Maybe they don't need to do that. Look, if if a, a big star player comes from a TAM deal or something like that, obviously they're going to pull the trigger. But I don't I don't really see LAFC wanting to spend DP money DP money. Uh, on a big superstar number nine. I, I don't really get the sense um, for that. I think if they get a creative lucrative deal like they did with Garrett Bell, then that's more that's uh, more in line with what they want to do. But I think, you know, overall with this team having, um, you know, there, there, there's certain issues right now recently. I, I don't think they're that far off. I think if if you can get the midfield players healthy going into the MLS Cup and you can get your center back position pretty healthy right uh, we'll have to see with erin long we'll have to see you know with killini obviously because now we know he's not giving you 90 minutes and we ought to see that that because the transfer window i think and it ends in august or something like that i think those key those are the key pieces obviously yeah you want to be able to score and all that but i think the scoring will come when you can control more of the midfield you can control the game a little bit more um yeah, and I, and I think it's a little bit. T- it is really tough just to de- just to depend on Danny Buanga to score for you, and I and I could see that. But look, uh, you know, whenever the whenever you see Chicho come back to the MLS and he goes to RSL, I think that's also uh, that's also I think a frustrating thing for fans because he was so belo- he was so loved. He was a great person to talk to as, as one of the media members. He was also very easy to talk to, and I think when you see a player come back to the league and go to another team, that hurts. You know, that that definitely hurts.
1: No, it it absolutely does. And I think, uh, you know, with with Jose Cifuentes rumored to be going out, that leaves your midfield even more, uh, you know, weak and you need to find some replacements there. Um, I I think as well, you you know, the world market has changed when you compare it to last season, uh, especially when it comes to players that uh, MLS would be targeting uh that the Saudi League has has now come and just paid way more money than MLS ever could and so they're going there. For example, a player like Roberto Firmino, I think would have been perfect for LAFC. Uh I think, you know, that would have been the ideal signing uh in this transfer window at a number 9 position, DP signing, you know, top tier as you can get, but uh you know, St. Louis were interested, LAFC were interested, but it takes when Saudi pays so much money for Firmino, he's going to go there, right? And so it's not that MLS is necessarily competing with Saudi because MLS is still a better league. It's just that the the money and the type of players that um, both leagues would be going after are somewhat similar in certain cases. Uh, and so I think that you know that that does change the world market just slightly because then it goes to players like you were talking about, Geo, where it's OK, maybe they just want to come to L.A. and you can get them on a TAM deal or something like that rather than um, a money thing because if it's a money thing, they're going to Saudi.
0: Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And I think also, too, with with that being said, you you, may, you bring up a great point. Uh, with the, uh, LSE, I don't; they're not going to get it. You can never get into a bidding war with, with, with Saudi, right, because they just have unlimited <laughs> money. It just seems like they have infinity money, um, right? So that's just one of the things that that, that they're going to have to deal with. But look, at the same time, if a player wants to get played, make, yeah, go get paid. You know what I'm saying? But if a player really wants to come to L.A., really wants to come to MLS, uh lafc will find a way to do it um justin let, let's switch the page over let's talk about LA galaxy um you know they they we, did, we started the pod with, with chicharito being out obviously you know he's uh it doesn't look like uh, he'll be coming back with the galaxy this is his final year uh with the contract um their dps have not played not have not been that good uh, i would say more him more so douglas costa chicharito's been out with injury galaxy are 13th place you know, one second from last. They've they, they have, they've played 19 games. They've only won three, uh, drawn seven, and lost nine games and have 16 points. Um, you know, I think everybody expected a lot more from this club. I don't think he expected him to be second from the bottom. Uh, but what, what are your thoughts about this club and obviously the season they've had so far?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, it's as bad of a season thus far as Galaxy have ever had. Um, next, to, I believe, what that 2007 season, I think it was. Um, so it's just it's just a, a bad time for Galaxy and they need to find solutions. And, uh, you know, at least they've sacked Klein by now. At least, you know, things are the ball is starting to get rolling, I think. Um, but you need players to perform on the pitch. And that means uh, Ricky Puj, who is for some reason an all star. That means Douglas Costa, who is starting to perform in the last few games. Uh, I think Douglas Costa is the only player uh, to have uh, two goal contributions in a single match this season for Galaxy. So that tells you just the lack of production coming from the the team, right? Uh, so it's it's one of those things where. um this could be a big kickstart for galaxy in this, in the rest of their season and trying to get the ball rolling, not really, you know, to compete this season because that's unlikely, but to get the ball rolling for next season and and get things moving. Uh, Vanny, obviously I I know is a a big talking point and what will happen there. Um, And, you know, I think what will happen there is dependent on whether he can get this ball rolling the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, no, it's tough. I I think, I think look from the start of the year I didn't with all the with the with being pretty much handicapped with not being being able to make any international moves with what happened with Klein and then obviously not obviously the whole things that happened with the fans it was to me everything it was a trickle down effect uh for this club and what they, what they've been through um you know and I think it is they pretty much shot themselves in the foot well Klein did Uh, with what's going on with this club and you know it just limited what they could do right they needed wings and also greg vanney not being able to adapt uh his uh his formation and just different things with the players that they what they've had and then you lose chicharito the heart and soul of that team yeah you still got ricky pooch he's yeah you have douglas casa now that is having i guess okay performances below he was below average you know he was he's 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 definitely not been worth his money even up to now. Uh, you know, he's, oh, yeah. I st- I still feel like he's still robbing the, the club because you, you expected a lot more from him. But look, I think when you make poor signings like Douglas Costa, and unfortunately your DP like like uh, Chicharito goes down, um, it's it's very tough. It's very tough to see an outcome for this club. It's very tough for me to even see them. You know, make a run for the playoffs. They're just so open down. Um, with everything and it was it's just so weird because you expected a lot more just so many things and, and you know and for whatever reason even under greg Vanny, they weren't able to figure it out and then just so many obviously the gold cup Jalen neal now he's he's right he's playing with the us men's national team he's one of their yeah. key pieces in the, in their center back position is great for him but unfortunately for the club and just so things like that that haven't really gone their way and i think that's we've kind of been saying the same thing for the last couple of years about the Galaxy, like. Their season's are up and down, and and I kind of wonder when they're gonna. Last year they finished the season strong because of the addition. They had they they finished the second half of the season pretty strong, but since I've been covering this team, they've always been up and down. They've never really been as as consistent um, towards the top, like like LAFC, like the Sounders, and like those teams, right? That you're like, okay, these these teams are always going to compete for something, and mm-hmm. I, I wonder when that will happen because um, there's just so many things what they can do and now with climb being out maybe next year is the year and i know i know you know i think there's very a lot of questions questions with Greg Vanny too uh i don't i don't recall how long his 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 contract is but look i, th- I think you would you would have to definitely look at the possibility of potentially looking at a, a different coach for next season
1: yeah i think you know it, it will depend uh absolutely on the rest of the season Uh, If he can show any sort of improvement, because I think there's no point in sacking him right now. Like you might as well just let him finish out the season um, and then make your decision at that point. Um, But, you know, it it is one of those where now it's a different person making the decision, right? Whether that will be Will Koontz or somebody else, I'm not, you know, hundred percent sure, but um, yeah, it's going to be, decision to be made and you bring up a great point with Jalen Neal I think as well because that has been you know the one bright spot for Galaxy mm-hmm. this season but he's not going to be there at the Rose Bowl he's you know off with the uh national team and they didn't let him go to the U20s but then he was injured a little bit anyway so then he wasn't even playing it was a whole mess uh with, with what was going on there but Jalen Neal, yeah, the one bright spot—at least you can look for for Galaxy because he is one for the future. Uh, I think he, he's incredibly talented, the definition of a ball playing center back, exactly what you want for the future uh, and the future of the U.S. Men's National Team as well. Because he don't make no mistake about it, he is looking for that starting 2026 spot.
0: Yeah, no, he's very, he's very talented, lengthy, and and has uh great bar control there in the center back position i right, just let's finish off with this um give me your score predictions uh for tomorrow's game
1: oh man i haven't even thought about that uh goals always come so
0: let's go three two lefc okay i was thinking the same thing i was thinking three two uh absolutely yeah. yeah they, they, they these, was... these games these games are bad for keepers because there's there's a is it a uh, at least like four or five goals this this game, and I mean that's what you love to see in a classical.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, averages almost five goals a game, almost four and a half goals a game, I think, uh, in this fixture. And yeah, it, it's one of those, you know, the reverse fixture was three two LAFC at DHSP, so uh, it wouldn't be you know that surprising. I guess I guess it's not a reverse fixture technically. It's you know Rose Bowl, no. I think Galaxy are the home actually, but um, you get my point. <laughs> yeah
0: well with that said guys we're gonna let you go it's holiday weekend a lot going on here uh quick pause today but i appreciate you guys for being on and if you're at the game tomorrow definitely enjoy it because it's gonna be a historic night so for justin this is geo we'll catch you guys next time bye everybody